This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You're now listening to TMZ Verified, the podcast. Make sure to check us out every week for free on Wednesdays. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe with us on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, full episodes are available on YouTube. Just search the TMZ Podcast Network. On to the show. Yep, it's TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Stephanie. I'm Jacob. We have so much to talk about. Okay, first of all, this is our first episode, people. Yes, make some noise. I feel like we need, I don't know, shots. Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know what we need. We need something. I still got to go do stories and stuff after this. I know, no, we have a lot to get into today. We got the man himself joining us later, Mr. Nipples. You've seen his nipples on the Instagram. You probably think half of his body. Sorry, is that a new nickname? Mr. Nipple. Yeah. (laughs) It's everyone's problematic fit. Harry Jowsey is joining us later. Yes, I love talking to him. He was so deep. I did not expect that from him. Super sentimental. I didn't expect that. It was like kind of deep, but also kind of spicy. So like, spice. I liked it. But I'm, before we get into all that, guys. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Should we do a temp check? Yeah. What's up? What's how your you temperature feeling? at? Uh, I'm feeling like I'm at about a six and a half. Okay. Why? Because one of y'all put me on the spot. I did not know I was going first with Tim Chat. <laughs> okay. But I'm like so anxious. I've been really anxious anyway because we've been like trying to get this podcast off the ground. But I'm also like dealing with a lot at home. My cat has been throwing up. And I know you're like, why does anyone care about that? But I'm a cat daddy. And that has been like my biggest grief this week is like stressed about work. Also trying to find time to take my cat to the vet. This is the weirdest conversation in the world. It's How okay. are you guys no, feeling? Man. It's okay. That's, that's real. That's the realness I know. Going like, on those I know. are my like struggles Pegasus in life. is a priority. I don't got no kids. So it's literally just my cat and me all the time. Right. Well, that is know. your kid, man. Thank you. you. Feeling, Thank you. How am I feeling? Yeah, yes. Feeling I'm feeling good. Honestly, I'm exhausted right now. I'm just oh, trying to pep myself up, but I like the energy you guys are bringing. I went out last night on a date, no, actually. No, you didn't. How did you go? So I, went, so, I, so I went out to this place. It was like a trendy LA place. Okay. And so this chick, she's like, yo, we got to get these flowers. Have you guys ever like been to the place where you eat these flowers? No. Wait, no, the flowers are edible? your mouth. It was the most Talk about trippy. a date. Numbing your mouth. It was the trippiest thing I had ever eaten <laughs> Numbing in my your mouth. <laughs> I swear. So I go, I, have you guys, I don't know if anyone's ever had these before, but they're these little flowers. You eat them. It numbs your mouth. It's supposed to clean your palate. It was the trippiest thing I'd ever eaten what? in my life, man. Wait, I'm wait, still wait, coming wait. off it right now. And yeah, I, I'm. I, you guys got to try How this. long was your mouth numb? I'd say like a solid five minutes. Oh, what? that's a long time. I know. I know. Was, what was the was purpose bizarre. of the numbing of your mouth? I can't like, I'm even tell to... you, man. I was just trying to be like a fun day. <laughs> Wait, and she was like, hey, we got to eat these flowers. I'm like, hell yeah, I can make it too. So, no, it's a new TikTok hack that if you take a guy and do something like experimental or like something crazy on the first date, he'll like marry you. Well, boom. So, Jacob. That's me, Mr. Adventure. I was about to say, how that's you feeling? That's literally you feel- like a, a new thing on TikTok, like a hack. Why is it a TikTok hack? Can't that just be like something? No, like, because I didn't, know to take a, I didn't know to take a guy skydiving on the first date. Now I know. Also, what do you mean take a guy skydiving? Are you if paying you, like, for get his adrenaline, date, or No, you- like if you get his adrenaline up on the first oh, date. Is that a hack? I call like- that a red flag. Yeah, oh. I know, right? She's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Steph, I, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like a nine. Okay. Nine-ish. Why? 
because I'm excited for this podcast to go out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Feels like it's almost the weekend, even though it's not. I trick my brain. Like I'm one of those people. I trick my brain. It's Wednesday. It's Friday. Say, it's literally just like, Wednesday. Literally, I'll just trick myself. <laughs> we got two more days. I'll get up at four a.m. tomorrow. I'll be like, it's Friday. Okay. And then okay. again, I'll be like, it's Friday. Wait, how was your weekend last weekend? What'd you do? Spicy. Went to Don. I went to a Mexican restaurant. Okay. I had the best. Literally food ever. spicy. I was yeah, say, literally yeah. spicy. And um, it was the best. You were there. I was with there. With all of our friends. It was lit. It was a hot mess. Also, I thought we were going to keep that one secret. So but. you guys are out at Mexican restaurants. So I'm just thinking, like, did my invite get lost in the mail? <laughs> you were on a date, Jacob. Oh, okay. You were out. I, I think big, that was last big, night. Big. I don't think that was this past weekend. <laughs> Let's get into some stories. Well, let's talk about why The Office was freaking out this morning. Kourtney oh. Kardashian and Travis Barker tied the knot. Uh, not only did they do this in Vegas after the Grammys, but they did it at 1 a.m. on Monday, mm. which I thought was pretty— I don't know. Do you know anyone who got married at 1 a.m. on a Monday? You know, that's, it sounds less weird because they were in Vegas, but still weird. Well, let's think what happened on Sunday night. It was the Grammys, yes, big night for yes. Travis Barker. He performed. He They're performed. feeling good. What else are you going to do? They're like, let's kick it off. Marriage ceremony. Boom. The key here, though— they didn't have a marriage certificate, marriage license. Mm. And the place told us that they won't do this unless there's a marriage certificate. So I thought that was pretty bizarre. Yeah, exactly. So in Nevada, it's actually pretty easy to get a marriage mm. license. So I guess from the perspective of the people who were at the chapel, it seemed like that, hey, I mean, the two of them are getting married, like really no nothing else to see here. But sources close to the Kardashians are telling us that this was just a fun ceremony. They actually have not tied the knot yet. But the point being is, damn, these guys moved quick. Yeah, and and they're having more ceremonies later. This is not the only one. They're going to celebrate more and more and more. Oh, hell no. You got to think, not, and Paris Hilton is different from the Kardashians, but Paris Hilton had a three-day wedding where she rented out the Santa Monica Pier. If Kourtney Kardashian is getting married now for her first time, she's going to do it big. And all I'm thinking right now is, Pour one out from my man Scott Disick. Also, my you girl Shayna Mokler. Like, yeah. Like, you know Scott's sad. I feel like. Wait, I got a question. Do y'all think this is just like a playful thing? Like, we're gonna get married one day, but we're just kind of like fucking around. I think in they this were on moment. a high like, from the Grammys, like right, Jacob just, said. Like, they were high on from the Grammys, and they're like, "Let's go get married." No, nah, yeah, but this was not a playful thing. You don't just okay. like. It's Elvis one thing was there. It, well, they they specifically <laughs> requested to be very yeah. clearly specifically requested for Elvis to hold the ceremony. Mm. So you know, I guess when in Vegas, man. But these guys, you know, listen, like Travis Barker, man, no no shade at all. But he's like forty six, man. These guys, I think, are just having a little bit of a midlife crisis. They want to keep it young. They want to keep it fresh. They go to a chapel in Vegas, kind of have it spontaneous. It's just fun. Maybe yeah. they're just trying to speed it up because they are at that point in their lives where they're like, I know I'm with my person now. I've waited so long and. When when you find that person, I don't, I couldn't tell you based on my life, but when you find that person, you got to like <laughs> speed it up. Maybe hey. he's like, I want marriage. I want kids. Do y'all think y'all would do the whole like chapel or even like justice of the peace type of wedding where you're kind of spearheaded and you skip all the glamour of a I'm ceremony? going to Italy. Okay. See ya. It's a negative for me. You want to pass on the? Well, I think I'm just going to pass on the Vegas chapel. Is that what <laughs> okay. you're yeah, no, yeah. Vegas chapel, yeah. justice of the peace, whatever. Not really my style. It. What's your style, Jacob? My style, um, you know, I, I haven't really gotten to thought about that too off much. What about much. that date, though? I, I know, like, keep in mind, it's a first date. I'm not really the type to go on one date and already be thinking about kids and marriage. All right, all right. I'm just trying to have a nice Monday night. Steph, like, I got it planned out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, let's get into some stories. Yes. All right, so should I kick it off? So, yeah, do you guys watch uh, WWE WrestleMania this past weekend? I was about to say no, not in I, I mean, years. listen, like, 
I got to say, I've never been the biggest Logan Paul guy, but this dude can do anything. After this past weekend, I was blown away. So he teamed up with The Miz, who's a really famous— If you guys don't watch Actually, WWE— Everybody knows The Miz, though. Literally, yeah, literally. The Miz is huge. The Miz is like the biggest WWE uh, star. And I think it means a lot that The Miz wanted to team up with Logan Paul. They went against two champions, people who have been killing it in WWE forever, beat them. But, I mean, what was just so incredible watching this was just what Logan Paul was able to do as a wrestler, man. He was pulling really hard stunts, really jumping from the top rope. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy also is coming off, you know, boxing against Floyd Mayweather. Right. And, I, and I know it's kind of like a little gimmicky, the boxing matches. I think Jake Jake is kind of the more serious one. Right. But listen, the point is that these, this, this guy is the biggest entertainer in the world right now. I think that's a very fair argument to make. What do you guys think? I think he's trying to get into the same realm as his brother at this point, don't you think? I think it's a, I think it's a different lane for sure. I mean, I think his brother is straight up an athlete now. Okay, I was about to say, I'll there. push back a little bit because wrestlers, and even though they're in the entertainment space, they are hardcore athletes. Yes. Like these people like train. Even WWE. Like, yeah, like these WWE people are not like schmucks. So I think that he's... Trying to, yeah, I think he's like trying to, try, kind of well, in a sense, trying to do what his brother's doing, but he's also trying to kind of stay in his own, his own path. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and the body says it all. I was looking at Logan Paul next to the Miz. I was right. like, this kid is jacked, uh -huh. bro. Yeah. This is like a serious diet, serious workout regimen. And but you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me with Logan Paul, aside from the backflips, whatever he was doing yeah. on, on, <laughs> on wrestling, was so he comes out flexing this Pokemon card pendant, or it's like a chain necklace. Yes. But get this. So how much do you think this Pokemon card costs? Was it blinged out? Maybe a couple. Uh, you said know. a billion? I said, was it blinged out? Like oh, a blinged okay. out Pokemon? Said, yeah, it was, it was blinged out. Oh, uh, you guys are going to take too know. long. So <laughs> the Pokemon card itself was $5.2 million. Oh, okay? what the That's insane. And then just to have it iced out cost about 80K. But this is what, how he explained it. This is why he said it was worth it. He said, the Pikachu Illustrator is the rarest Pokemon card in the world. Only 39 of them exist. And this is the only, uh, this is one of the only in, only, only 39 of them exist, and this is one of the only ones in perfect condition. Mm. I guess, man. I mean, this is where I feel like I disconnect a little bit, man. I miss just kind of rocking a nice Cuban chain, man. If we're rocking Pokemon <laughs> cards now, you've lost me a little bit. He's talked on his podcast about Pokemon several times, but a really expensive Pokemon thing. Listen, man, I'm sure that there's a lot of money to be made in Pokemon cards, in baseball cards, in NFTs, in crypto. That's not me. But this I'm might out. be his thing. I okay, think this I just is Googled this. Thing. All he did was put the damn card in a little glass case with some jimmies around it. 100%. No, but he, hey, he paid 80K for that. <laughs> you can't just put it. It's not like you're just swiping it in, man. So, all right. I mean, I respect it, though, because I feel like rare trading cards, Pokemon cards, baseball he cards, whatever. Pride. They're like a thing. They're yeah. a thing. So I respect it. Well, it's like modern but day I was expecting, art, I guess. Yeah. I was expecting something a little more jazzy for $5.8 million. When million I hear dollars. Pokemon, that's my, like, that's I exactly knew it was going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so. be real. I, I guess point being, I'm not saying it's not worth over $5 million. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's not that hard. Oh, um, Okay. Oh, right. I think. I mean, come on. Is it <laughs> if really I had that, that would be the last, actually, that, the last thing I was I'd about buy. to say. Yeah, five point two million dollars. Yeah, you know I mean, cheese sticks. Dude. I could buy with five point. That's so fat. Cheese sticks, house, it's car. 
Hell no, he's putting five point mil- five million dollars to a like, cheesecake fund. Literally, cheesecake factory. Cheesecake fund. Oh. <laughs> he buys a cheesecake factory. Um, I know, right? So wait, you guys know uh, Korean supergroup BTS? Everybody nah. knows BTS. Who are they? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I want something stronger. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, BTS they may be saying goodbye to the stage and hello to the trenches, and I mean like the actual. Army <gasps> trenches. Um, a, a South Korean diplomat, um, ambassador to Britain. He was talking about BTSs and their obligation to the Korean army because this is like a thing. Um, so what he said was, it is very much expected that young Korean men serve the country, and those BTS members are role models for many young generation Koreans. So what that says is that those BTS members still have an obligation to enroll in the army, no Just matter crazy. what. Yeah, so so if you're a man in Korea between the ages of tw- of 18 to 28, you have to serve at least 18 months. Mm-hmm. And, and from what I know, at least every member in BTS except for one is between those ages. Yeah, they're all between the ages of 24 to 29. So all the members of BTS are essentially like, ready to go. No matter how famous yeah, right, they are, like, uh-huh. what they got, they're going. I was going to say, there is a BTS law. So what this BGS law says is that all K-pop entertainers who have like achieved the government medals for their their acolytes, they are able to postpone their enlistment until they're thirty. Do you think the postpone? It don't really help them because all of them about to be that age anyway. So it's like yeah. you're kind of doomed. That's interesting. I didn't hear about that. Uh-huh. But I mean, I mean, you know, like some of the people in the office were talking about back in the day, like Elvis Presley. He famously, yeah. mm-hmm. when he was at the peak of his career, enlisted in the Korean War, and then he came back to making music and just wasn't as hot as he as he was. And I think that's the exact same thing here. It's like people really like BTS. Guess what? There are a ton of K-pop groups ready to take their spot. So if they leave, someone's going to slide in. I will say that the BTS army, the, the, though, they, they are, are very loyal, though. Yeah. I think this may be a bit— di- And also, I think Elvis, when he came back, yeah, maybe it wasn't as hot as before. But people love Elvis. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not hating on Elvis. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's like we—I think, I mean, BTS army, it's across the world. But here mm-hmm. in America, I think we got attention spans like flies. Zero. And if people go away, it's just going to be, all right, who's next? And this is also kind of a very serious thing because you guys know we're kind of in the midst of like growing tensions between North and South Korea. And it it seems like the this like their like enlistment could happen a lot sooner than I feel like a lot of people like are thinking. But I don't know. I feel like they'll get a lot of pushback from like BTS fans, um, also just like people in South Korea. Like I feel like this is a weird thing to be like, we're gonna take the biggest music group from the entire country and make them enlist in the army. Yeah, I don't think the South Korean government's tripping too hard. Yeah, yeah. BTS <laughs> army, they're going to be like, yeah, it's time for you to go. Yeah, they, I don't think they care. So that's it for all the news. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into our Harry Jowsey interview now, which he really took me by surprise. I did not expect him to be so sentimental and sweet and really personable. He has so many goals. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it too, honestly. I thought he was a way cooler guy than I expected. I, I honestly thought he was going to be a little bit of a fuckboy, but he uh, came in, he shared a lot of insight with us, and I mean, I just can't believe how much he made off his uh, sex tape. Yeah, I know. It's literally insane. It's insane. Yeah. We're going to get into our Harry Jowsey interview right now, so keep it here. Keep my shirt on. Is Jacob keeping his shirt on? That's the question. Woo, Jacob. Oh, Harry, let us tell you. We know you in shape, man, but you ain't got nothing on Jacob Wasserman. <laughs> Jacob has Dude, been hitting I'm the gym. Harry's like so Show us your muscles. Flex yeah, for him, Jacob. Let us Come see on, the... Come on, Jacob. 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 Really? Jacob. Yeah. Fuck, Jacob. that's serious business. Can you see the bicep? I think that was Come it. Come on, Jacob Killing Flex. It. It's nasty right now, so you work out, right? So He's not pumped. No, no, no. The thing is, the thing is, is like... 
right now it's all about cutting. Yeah. And then summer, clean bulk. Oh, fuck. Okay. Got it. That. He's okay. gonna figure it out. Like, <laughs> fuck it, hell. Scary yeah. to you, Jacob. <laughs> For real. Hey, no, you look no. really good though, brother. Yeah, you look, you good. look so Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. You look good, dog. I'm mean, doing, right. doing my best. I'm down like 14 pounds. Okay. You know Slimming down? Yeah, because well, I was getting a little bit like carried away and like eating food a little bit too much. I was mm. like, I got the 234 and I was like, I look fluffy. Like, let's figure this shit out. Yeah. And now my face feels better. Everything feels better. So what's your routine? Um, wake up, train right away. I, the biggest thing that I changed was the amount of food that I ate. Like I just eat everything that's in front mm. of me and I just stop buying bad food. For and real? Now, now we're good. No way, dog. You don't eat any bad food? So like, you only you eat what's in your fridge? That's yeah. it. Yeah, like I'll inhale any if someone leaves like half a chocolate bar, like it gets deleted. Like yeah. there's deleted. no there's no <laughs> chance. The integral started, by the way, everyone. Go. Yeah. Do you want an intro? Yeah, you got okay. it. I'm an intro. Yeah. Okay, ready? Very look, ready? look at that professional. She got like right away. Hey, can we should we do an intro? <laughs> I changed my entire face. Okay. Okay. It's Team Z Verified. I'm Steph. I'm Wild. I'm Jacob. And I'm Harry. We are here with reality star, <laughs> podcaster, entrepreneur, and has many fans on OnlyFans. Harry Jowsey. Hey. The office was like freaking out that you were coming one, but then you walked in at 6'6", six, six, and everyone's like, oh my god. Oh, really? Yeah. I should have wore longer pants because like usually my having my little skinny legs out, people would just like laugh at me. Dude, I well, come on, man. Who's trying to work out legs these days? I'm doing my best. I'm all chest, no legs. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You gotta do it. We got Coachella coming up. We're trying to get the titties nice. I have a question about Coachella. Because they were talking about this the other day. Do you have your outfits planned? For me, it's like a two days before thing. Are you already planning what you're going to wear? I'm so blessed that I'm at a point now where I just pay people to do it for me. I respect that. Damn, how much does that cost though? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know? I gave He's her like, a credit card. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, you're going to be like, you post shirtless all the time. Yeah, I'm probably not going to wear shirts or pants. Mm. Okay, perfect. Or pants. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come in like a G-string or something. You know? <laughs> Just fully like With surprising. a little fringe? No, I, it's funny you say that because I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, and but... a cowboy hat. Yeah. I could see that for you. <laughs> totally. You should do that. So, all right. You said that you've been working out, right? A little bit. So yeah. is that why the G-string thing comes into play? Because you've been working out, you're feeling yourself. You're, you're like, gotta I got to date. You gotta get, I got to debut it all yeah. at Coachella. This is yeah, this is where it's coming out. The headlining act is going to be there. <laughs> Just whipping Harry it out. <laughs> That's so funny. So, all right. So, what you have been doing for your workout routine? Yeah. So, um, the biggest thing that I've been… The biggest thing that I've changed is… Uh, I train in the morning. I do weights, whatever. Like, just try and get that out of the way. But at night before bed, um, I'll try and get three and a half miles in. Like, just walking. Because I… Know. What I realized is I'll be laying in bed like scrolling on TikTok or like fuck around on Instagram. I was like, I could just do this like walking on a treadmill. Right. So it's like an hour and I just sit there and do exactly what I'm doing but working out at the same time. And I'm usually sweating. I'm out of breath. And then by the time it's done, like I just pass out. That's what I do. Like I TikTok that. and walk on the treadmill. It's the best. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I, so just, you're doing two-a-days. Yeah. Yeah. That's serious. Because I'm an influencer. I don't have a job so I can just fuck around. <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> Maybe the best job <laughs> where I do. That's a dream. Would you say that when you're like posting like shirtless pics and shit, that, that's when like the DMs come through? Yeah. DMs are pretty, Overwhelming. pretty crazy. But yeah, I have to stop because Instagram flagged. It and they said your account might get deleted. So I'm like, I'm just gonna post like Disney Channel. Content. So it's like no more nipples on Instagram. Well, Nothing. I bet you get like nudes all the time. So oh, I get crazy shit as well. People, yeah. What is the craziest DM you've gotten? No, I legitimately will get people just like full spread, like showing me what they had for lunch. like busting it open. Like, no everything. way. Like, oh, you're in my city. Look what I have for you. And I'm like, 
I don't know. This is like not, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> this is this is scaring me off. Like no way. Yeah, that's why. Right, is so, that like? Well, go ahead. No, so I was just thinking, like, dude, you're DM king. I've heard you talk about it before. You do yeah. your main game on DMs, DMs right? Where it's at. And I mean, it helps you out being like you know, good looking guy. You got a lot of followers. You got some clout. But like to a guy like me, you know, mm. I got none of that right now. <laughs> but that's what I'm working towards. So if you're saying, so if I'm trying to DM someone, yeah. like what's the message? What, what, what's the best way to slide in? The biggest thing is everyone is selfish and everyone only cares about themselves. So mm. you have to like come straight in like and just be overly interested. So like I usually, my biggest thing is I just say, I've got a question. Because mm -hmm. they can take it any direction. Depending on how they respond, depending on whatever... I usually go, I got a question and then they respond. I'm like, um, when are we going to dinner or what which restaurant do you prefer? Oh, that is okay. smooth. Oh, and, so and then right away, because they're like, they don't really have a choice. They'll be like, oh, I like this restaurant. I was like, okay, cool. 7 p.m. tomorrow. I'm going to come pick you up. What's your address? I like so, that. No, right right at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you don't want like, damn, if you're just like, oh, hey, like, what's your favorite food? Like, fuck, I could eat anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, right. and it's, you're going to get overwhelmed with like options. So you just make it easy. But so I, damn, I like that though. Like I got a question. Ooh, you're yeah. putting the ball in their court. They're curious now. Yeah. They got to an answer. And then you go, do you like boa? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You do this like love doctor thing on Instagram and you yes. get advice. What would your advice be when you want to just head first, go in? What is your number one thing? Like in person or in the DMs? In the DMs. That's your thing. You gotta yeah. go, like if you you're like, oh my God, this is the girl of my dreams. Mm -hmm. What am I gonna what are you sending? Because you're you do the little question thing for some people, but what if it's the one? Like the like, one? Yeah. Well, I He's like I, dick pic. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna say I DM Chloe Kardashian, I DM the Hey Little uh Hey Little Hummingbird. Oh, that didn't sweet. work. That didn't work. But I was tr I was like, well, let's try something new. Maybe because it's Chloe. <laughs> wholesome. Hummingbird. <laughs> yeah. Something a little wholesome or like I find that if you reply to a story or find a photo but like don't talk about them. Talk about something else in the picture. It usually like sparks an interest because obviously people posting because they want to get likes on photos of right. themselves. Can I borrow this notepad right yeah. now? Totally, I'm trying to take notes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, so I got an ignorant ass question. And oh, if I get canceled, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't don't care. Um, I've never been to Australia. Yeah. So, like the kangaroos, are they like stray cats? Because like, how are they just running around rampantly? Like, yeah. I've yeah. never. That is a serious Come question. Serious I question. honestly or, don't know. Like, either. what is the equivalent? Like. Are kangaroos like stray cats? They're is this the type of now? stuff you cut when you come to LA and you're like, dog. No, right? but like think about it. Even in like Florida, they got stray lizards. So it's like, and what alligators. is there? And like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So we have like crocodiles. Well, where I'm from, so like in the cities, you probably won't see it. Right. But like where I'm from, they're everywhere. They're literally like stray cats. Like they're like lizards. They're wherever. You have to be cautious at night because they're like on the side of the highways and they'll jump in and like oh, hit your car. Shit. No way. They must, they must fuck up your car. Yeah, yeah. Dude. There's a lot of roadkill where I'm from. Mm. Wait, mm. people just be eating the dead? Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, okay. Yeah. People I mean, I eat dead. dead. Like, I look, I'm, I'm not judging, but I'm like, That's okay, crazy. Cool. So you grew up in Australia. Yes. You came to LA. Was that like a little boy hairy dream for you? I'm going to go to LA. And it was. It's really weird because like where I'm from or like being in Australia. And I think it's the same for Americans. Like when they're like, oh, I'm going to go to Australia. They think it's like flying to Mars. Like it's literally like a 12-hour yeah. <laughs> flight. And that was the biggest thing for me was realizing that like I could just get on one plane and I'm in LA. So it was like really, really interesting because like the mindset and like how nervous I was, but it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, coming here was just, it's so different. It's crazy different. And you didn't come here with much. I heard you say that you only had 3K in your bank account. Yeah, I, I sold all my shit. I was, cause I, we finished filming the show and 
I was just, there's no opportunity here for what I want to do. Like I need to go meet people. I need to get out and about. And I just sold everything that I had and I come to LA and I was like, I gotta, I just have to figure it out. And that was at that point. Yeah. I was skint broke trying to figure it out. What's going on. You bet on yourself. That's the best way to go. Yeah, sometimes a bet doesn't work out, but this time it did. <laughs> Go down swinging. I, like I know that. you're into like manifestation, which we all know in the office is like my thing. Oh, wow. Would you say that you're like came here with a vision? You were like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Or did you go, I'm going to go here and wing it. I'm going to work my ass off. And like, that's all I know. I think the best thing about LA is like everyone is here because they have a dream and they want to like go for it. And I think that when I was like planning or like trying to figure out what I was doing I you have the vision and you have the dream like the craziest shit was my the background on my computer was this view of this house in LA I've never been I literally googled best view mansion in LA and I put it as my background literally the week that I got here my friend who's a real estate agent was like oh come like I need you to be a pretend buyer because that's what we would do for him like so that he'd get these listings. For Dave Dobrik, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. The, <laughs> that, was, that was one of the ones but we we went to this house and I was walking around I was like why does this look so familiar and then as soon as I got home, I realized that my background was that house. And I was like, okay, like fully like manifesting like the weirdest Vision shit. Vision board. Yeah, it was crazy. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or... Go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Can I just say, there's so many people in LA who are trying to do the exact same thing you're trying to do. They're trying to move to LA, become an influencer, like live this lavish life. So you had to have done things that set yourself apart from the crowd. Yeah, I, th I think the biggest thing what I realized is it's so corny to be like, oh, I want to be an influencer or I want to be a celebrity or I want to do this. Like, The yeah. best thing to do is like have a purpose and a mission. Like my goal, my biggest mission is to make people laugh. Like I like when you yeah. look at a Will Ferrell movie or like Kevin Hart, you're like, I'm going to watch that because it's going to make me laugh and make me feel good. Yeah. So it's like that's my whole purpose and I think that's maybe why I've been a little bit more successful than maybe other people from my show. So you want to make people laugh, man. I mean, what are you doing? Open mics? Are you trying to do stand-up? <laughs> trying to get into What's acting? Like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, I'm trying to get it. I feel like, you know, James Franco or like Ashton Kutcher, like they're, they're type of acting, like you watch their stuff and you're like, you're going to laugh. Like they do have some serious stuff, but most of the time, like it just makes you happy. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my goal and like the people that I aspire to be, like even like Ryan Reynolds, like people like that. Damn, so like 2000 rom-com. Yeah, type yeah, stuff. yeah, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I see that for you. So is that what? So is that on your manifestation board? It's yeah. like I'm gonna be like Ryan Reynolds, or I'm gonna be yeah, yeah, good yeah. luck Chuck. Well, that's that. That's my goal is to be like yeah. good luck Chuck. But I, uh, yeah, it's it's on the board. To there's a few a few things like that for sure. Yeah. So what are you doing to work towards that? Um, been taking a lot of acting classes. Been trying to take this industry a little bit more serious than like trying to wing it, and um, been about to sign with a really amazing agency 
and uh, yeah, just just putting one foot in front of the other. Got a great relationship with Netflix, so there's a few opportunities in the works there. But just trying to show that I'm a little bit more than some dickhead from a reality show. Yeah. When you went on the reality show, did you want to purposely do that? You go, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to be on this for sure. Um, did you just audition randomly? How'd yeah. that go down? I, so I was trying for like four months. Like I was applying for like every single show. Like I was trying to get an ex on the beach. Like I was hitting up girls that were on the show. Like I can be your pretend ex. Like I was doing everything I could because I realized that when I was went on the first show, Heartbreak Island, that I just had so much fun making people laugh. Like it made me feel so fulfilled. I felt so excited. And then once that show finished, I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. Like, like I want to do more of this. So I just literally was just like, I have to apply for every single thing that I could find. And then I was lucky enough that the universe put this opportunity in front of me. So you've been manifesting and doing all that, like breathing th life into things that you want <laughs> to happen and all that good shit. But has there been a point? Because yeah. you've been in LA, you did the whole like traveling over here where you were like, this is not working out. Or has yeah. it had, had that moment come for you at all? Of course. I think I had it last week. Oh, shit. Le le oh, no, come, come on. on. No, no, legit. Like, every, uh, everything ebbs and flows, right? So I had it last week where I was sitting there. I was like, damn, like, I'm I'm not it. Like, I, I've fucked up. Like, uh, this didn't work out. This hasn't gone the right way. And legitimately, like, it, I think with everyone, like, everyone has, like, those moments where it's, like, up and down. And then you just, like… Uh, change your mentality instead of like looking at things that you don't have but being grateful for what you do have and then back on the pony. We're on fire today. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And it's like, I'm just curious not to get too psychoanalytical or anything, yeah. but it's like relative to everyone else, you're killing it. But do you think you feel like that because now you've surrounded yourself with more influencers, people who are extremely successful? Is that what's yeah. playing into you feeling kind of down? I think that you're in a city where people are going to show the best of the best on social media mm -hmm. and being surrounded by people that their whole career and whole job is to like flex and to show pony and shit like that. It makes it so easy to be like, holy fuck, like I haven't done good enough. Like I'm not doing this. This person is getting put in this show, this person's doing this, it, it makes you like really like reflect and be like, oh fuck, maybe, maybe I'm not in it. And I got to that point where I was like literally sitting on the couch like, damn, maybe, maybe I am like not working hard enough or maybe I haven't been nice enough or maybe I haven't like done enough for other people. But mm -hmm. then obviously, I just, I just think with every, every single person, you go in those moods, like you come up and down all the time. Yeah. So when you're in that mode, when you're really feeling down, what do you do to build yourself back up? Yeah, so what I'm really blessed with is I have an amazing team and every single week at the start of the week, we write five things that we're grateful for and Aww. it just puts you in the right mindset, right? Mm -hmm. The right mind frame. And um, that's le legitimately how I start. Like I'll, I'll talk to my um, right-hand woman, Farah, and I'll just be like, she knows exactly, she knows what mood I'm in. She knows if I have to eat. She knows exactly what's going on. Like it's, she's such an angel. So I'll, she'll know if something's off and then she'll be like, okay, you need to, you need to like start with what you're grateful for. And then I'll go outside and I'll be like, fuck, like it's so grateful for this day. Like it's so beautiful. Like everything around me is just so amazing. And then you just change your, your vibration instead of being like low and sad. It just brings it higher. And then you just get in like this crazy momentum of just being like happy and excited about everything. And then we're good. This man's in a whole different way. Yeah. <laughs> this man's in a whole different way. That's interesting, man. I, I, I like your, you have a very optimistic perspective on mm -hmm. life, man. I think that's really important to have. 
And you know, you know, I was looking before you came in. I was thinking, like, what am I going to talk about with this guy? I was like, you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about chicks, man. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard this dude talk about chicks. You know, I'll let you explain. How many girls have you hooked up with? Well, I've, I I kind of added myself on a podcast recently where I accidentally said the number. I usually try and lie about it, but I'm nearly 200. All right, you yeah. nearly got okay. 200. Yeah. And, you, and you have so many people asking you about it, yes. right? Like, I was about to ask you about it. You go on other podcasts, people ask you about it too. Does it ever get old? Are you like, hey, man, I have my own podcast. I have my, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I'm yeah. not just a dude mm. that has Do you not want to be represented that way all the time? No, I think it's really, I think I'm really blessed because I have an open and honest mindset, whereas a lot of people are afraid. Like, there's a lot of influencers and celebrities that sleep with way more people than me, but hide hide it. And they're, worried about the public perception but i'm just like hey everyone is so against like slut shaming so like i'm yeah. you know and i see comments people like try and come at me or whatnot but it's just like if i don't talk about it if i don't give people an open and honest answer then i'm like doing myself like a disservice like i'm i'm trying to be the best version of me and be honest and give people something to talk about and and maybe a different perception and to not judge other people and just be cool with exactly who they are like some people want to have loads of sex some people don't have sex at all some people enjoy this some people enjoy that and if you hear people that you like listening to talk about it and be open and honest about it and be comfortable in their own skin scaring, sharing their truth then it's going to make you feel better as a listener and like going to make you want to be more comfortable with talking about it and, and trying right. new shit because right. I think that's the biggest thing and I think that's why like I don't know. Like I, I have a lot of friends that are that are afraid to talk about maybe stuff that they like to do behind closed doors. But like, fuck it. Like life's way too short to worry about. Yes, yeah, so if you like being tied up, let people. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you like shit in your ass, like Step go for it. it. Fuck it. No, man. What you're saying is live your truth so no one can hold it against you. Exactly. Like yeah. if I was coming on here being shady and whatnot, like I went on a show where legitimately it's for haunt the horniest people ever. Like if I started going like, oh, I've only had sex with like nine people, then people are gonna start coming for me. It's like I would rather be open and honest. And know that I don't have anything to hide because the last thing I would ever want to do is to lie to my audience and lie to people that like mm -hmm. give me their time. Okay, well then if you're going to be open and honest, can I yeah. ask some spicy questions? Okay, fuck. Most embarrassing experience in LA so far when it comes to the Sex? bedroom. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, Influencer, random girl, whatever it may be. Yeah. Random guy, whatever it may be. Um, there was this girl recently. It was the worst sex I've ever had in my entire life where I legitimately was just like… I it, I think the the biggest thing with sex is it's not just the act, but it's before and after that you really take into consideration. You know, like with ladies, like sometimes you have to make sure, like after they ha they have their water, like does is the go whole, pee after like, like, like make a sure everything's yeah. good, like make sure you cuddle them, like you don't want to like <laughs> like roll over and like start snoring. But this lady, she came over like the the whole pre run up to it was just so bad. I was telling, her, I was like, I just don't feel good. Like the the vibe isn't right. She comes over. Literally like slams my door open, walks into my room, walks into my, is this a toilet? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. She goes <laughs> no, in, door, door wide open, rips her pants down. And I'm sitting, I was staring at her. I was like, hey, we just met. I don't even know you. Yeah, like, I, was, I don't even know you. And just pissing like a horse, like legit, like letting it go. And I was sitting there and I'm like, I, like, we don't know each other. And you like, I don't care if you piss. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. The door is wide open. She's got a mouthful of popcorn. Chewing with oh, her mouth. Oh, what's with the popcorn? Oh, because she said, can you have some food for me when I get oh, okay. there? So I had a bowl of popcorn and water when she walked in. So she pissing Gentlemen. and eating popcorn at the same like, time. Mouth chewing, like, wide open. And okay. I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? Like, 
Uh, like not in the mood. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So then we like obviously we get to bed, we start talking, and uh, her breath like smell of alcohol and and like cigarettes and shit. And we're like laying in bed, and she starts like trying to kiss me and stuff. I was like, oh, I'm not really into this. I'm like, maybe the sex is gonna be crazy. Like in my in my head, <laughs> like, maybe she's gonna do some strange hope. things. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Maybe it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I was like, we're in the you know, it's eleven at night. You're in the lion's den, like you know, it's it's demon time. Like these <laughs> hours are bad. Yeah, yeah, these, no, are, no. these hours, like regardless of who's in that bed, like someone's gonna get fucked. So I'm going know? down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, you know, uh, the whole the whole sex was bad. We, we got the job done and then um, we're like laying there and we're cuddling and I was like, fuck, like this was the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. Like I was in that moment, I was like, I just wish that maybe we tried again on a different day. She's got her head here and just mouth wide open, popcorn and all just like snoring right here. And, oh. I, and I, I was just like, I… To really top the night off. Yeah, that's why I think the whole thing was like really like done because I had a headache, the breath… Like in my face <laughs> and the snoring, and I was just sitting there. I was like, the I was just, I was just like, this isn't, this isn't it. I asked her, I was like, hey, like, I just think maybe you should go home. Like, oh. maybe like it's a better idea to not like ruin this. Mm -hmm. um, and then she decided to stay, and so it was a, it was a terrible night's sleep, and I was really upset about it. Well, I appreciate you being sharing that. Yeah, and so, so you ha <laughs> you have a bad experience like that. So what's the lesson here? What do you do moving forward? The the lesson is maybe meet people before you have sex with them. True. Yeah. You get a little whiff of their breath. See what the mouth area looking like. Yeah. Um, and if the vibes are off, then like don't go through with it. Yeah. So we subscribe to your OnlyFans. And by we, I mean Steph. No. Okay. To here's the story. I'm like, first of all. <laughs> oh, shit. First, no. First of all, no one pulled the trigger. So I haven't seen shit. Oh, first shit. of all. But question but is, though, question what are those… Is uh... The sex tape. Yes. The sex tape, the sex tape, the sex tape. Mm -hmm. Not enough people are talking about this. I feel like I would have logged on to any social media platform. Yeah. Jacob's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, and it would have been like, Harry Jowsey sex tape, Harry Jowsey sex tape. Oh yeah. my God, this is what happened. Since we didn't pull the trigger, I need you to tell me everything about the sex tape. Yeah, yeah. And I have the biggest question of all. Uh-huh. When you're picking the person that wants to be in this with you, I know her face isn't shown, I've heard. Yeah. Did you interview her? Did you meet her at a bar? Did you yeah. contact your manager and go, girl, <laughs> you know. how's this going now? <laughs> yeah, so the best thing with my team um, is that the, it's been wiped from like every, like as soon as it gets posted anyway, it gets deleted. Okay. So I have like the craziest like takedown team. So that's why anytime it gets mentioned, it gets like bombed. Okay. Um, but with the sex tape, me and this girl were hooking up for the longest time. Like we had some pretty like interesting videos that we've taken together. So you knew her? Yeah, yeah, we've been hooking okay. up for like months. And she also was on the OnlyFans and she was like, she wanted to kind of like, we were filming shit anyway. And I was like, oh, this is kind of hot. Like, what are your thoughts on like, if we release it? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm fully about it. But you can't see her face. Like we're in the shower, her legs are around my head. Like it was, it was pretty hot. How much did you make from that video? A little bit of money. <laughs> yeah, what, are those, what are those OnlyFans checks looking like? Uh, like I think in the, in the first like 48 hours, like a hundred. Thousand. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. That's serious, man. <laughs> I'm living the wrong life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. That's serious. So, I mean, do you see that? I mean, listen, man. There's nothing wrong with OnlyFans. Like, Bad Baby makes insane amount of money on yeah. OnlyFans. So, do you see this as like a path moving forward? I know you also want to be rom-com guy. Yeah, but can yeah, you yeah. also be like OnlyFans guy too? Uh, yeah, I think it's tough. It's a tough one because I'm trying to be so sex positive and like focus and, and, and then go to another industry where you have to be like super serious. I don't think for me… Only OnlyFans is forever. Like, mm -hmm. 
I think that maybe the sex tape was a part of an exit plan. Like, you know, like moving forward, like how do we… Final hurrah. Yeah, like like get rid of it. Um, and like I think it's um, it's really powerful to be able to talk to people and like connect with people. But then again, like if I want to move forward in this industry, I have to take it a little bit more serious. So I think yeah. that the OnlyFans is more of an influencer route and it's kind of probably going to be on it. Like in the next year or so, it's probably going to be up. So is there going to be a tape round too? Uh, yeah, I was talking to her, but I think she has a boyfriend now, but she's still down for Bummer. it. So. so you're taking applications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, in more serious news, I did hear you You kind of you keep you keep mentioning like the transition into acting. But like, dude, tell us about it. Like, how serious are you in regards to like mm. investing in your acting and shit? Like, is this like the next wave of Harry Jowseyism is acting? Yeah, I think that I've been very blessed with being put in a crazy opportunity with Netflix and um, to continue on the path that we're on. Like, in, like doing the influencer stuff is is really awesome. But longevity, long term, I think that I have to take shit pretty serious. Like I've, um, with the acting class, I've been doing it for months. I've memorized yesterday my first ever monologue, oh, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we got out of that and um, my coach was really excited. She's so cool. Um, but the reason why I'm, I'm starting to take it a little bit more serious it's just because it's so much fun. Like I didn't realize how much fun and how much enjoyment I was getting out of it. Like the fact that you get to sit there and like imagine a person and create a person in your head and then like try and like play them out. It's been really interesting. So I, the reason why I'm starting to like say like talking about it more is because I'm I can really feel myself like falling in love with the process and creating yeah. something fun. Gotcha. So did you have to work on an American accent for yeah? Accent? Yeah, yeah. And been, can we hear this? No, no, no. So he's like absolutely not. <laughs> he like it ain't that good. No, 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 no. I said like a robot. I uh, <laughs> I was like I I told my coach I was like I need a dialect coach. I think because J- Jacob from uh, Euphoria. I didn't realize he's from the same place in Australia that I'm from. No way. I, yeah. I met him and I was like, bro. And he opens his mouth and you're like, what the No, I was like, this is fake. I was like, you are lying, sir. And he's like, no, nah, I'm from Brisbane. I was like, this is fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, I need to I need to find like an actual dialect coach in person because the one online that I have is really difficult to like listen to yourself back because I don't know if that sounds good or not. Have you talked to any people who, because I mean, you're not the only influencer who's trying to become an actor or an actress. Have yeah. you talked to any people about teaming up and being like, hey, we should make a movie? Yeah, I was talking to Noah Beck about it because he's got a he just he's about to do a rom com movie, um, and yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting because I think that influencers feel like everyone's kind of out to get them or like want a slice of their yeah. success. So I kind of find that like I I prefer to like focus on myself and like try and get good at it. Like I really want to invest the money, the time, and really like get good at it because I know like you know you everyone saw Addison Rae's movie, everyone was coming for her. Like everyone was critiquing her every single move. So I want to make sure that like I nail it and like can actually do it right so that people don't laugh laugh at me being an idiot. You just said something that I thought was really interesting. You said influencers have people coming for their success or want a slice of it. Yes. I got to imagine after you popped off, you've dealt with similar things. Mm. And I've heard you kind of talk about it in the past. But that's something that has to be apparent through your everyday life, whether it be girls you're trying to date, people you meet who you think are friends and try to profit off you. How do you deal with that? How do you fend these people off? How do you recognize who's a real one? I think that in any situation, like, uh, you know, you start doing well at work or you start getting like, going to cool events, like people are always going to try and like latch onto it and join in. But for me, I just find that if you be a good person, then the right people come around. It doesn't really matter if someone comes and like comes and goes. Like when the show was airing, that month was the craziest month of my life. I had the craziest people in my DMs. Like people want to go to dinner, people want to do this, and I was like, wow, this 
this life is really cool. Like, I wonder if it's always going to be like this. Then after a month, like the people stop texting back. They stop wanting to hang out. They unfollow you. It's and the, thing. It's, yeah. it's, weird. it's weird. It's, it's really interesting. <laughs> so I was always just like, it's, uh, I, I saw Matthew, how do you say McConaughey. Yeah, there was an interview that he did and he said that it's just business. Don't take it personal. He was in a podcast talking about how people in this city like just don't take it personal. People are going to come. People are going to go. People are going to try and use you. It's just exactly how it is. So I think that that's kind of my approach to it is like I understand that everyone is in it for their own gain. And the best thing that I have is I have an abundance mindset. Like there's just so much opportunity for everyone. So don't be worried about people trying to come and like climb on your shit. Since you are in this influencer realm and you are friends with a bunch of influencers, do you sort of judge like, okay, I can't hang out with you anymore. This is like feeling shady or this person, or is it just like, this is strictly business. I got to be friends with people. It is like a full of course, of course. part of it. Yeah. I think that I've been in situations where people have been like, you can't hang out with her. Like you can't hang out with this person because it's a bad look or it's bad. And that's always like rubbed me the wrong way because if you're a good person to me, like I'm always going to be a good person to you. But for me, I've started judging people on like, do I want to be like this person? Like, are they going out all the time? Are they focused on their career? Are they putting time and like, are they investing in stuff? Like, what are they doing? Like, what's their day to day look like? And if their if their goals don't line up with mine, then I don't necessarily want to associate. So I've been kind of like pulling away from people that just don't align with like what you're yeah doing. exactly and how has that perspective impacted your dating life I mean we've seen you with several girls <laughs> most recently Charlie in New York oh, those yeah. TikToks were so cute is yeah. that for real or it, is that just for fun it, it was but uh, it's a li- our schedules it's like it's very difficult because we the the funniest thing about being like an influencer and making content is like I like I love creating content. I love making people laugh. And then when you find someone who's like really cool and you enjoy hanging out with them, you want to make content with them. Right. And then right away, mm-hmm. everyone's like, they're getting married. They're gonna have kids. Like right. everything's going on. So they, they automatically put you in like a, a marriage bucket. So we kind of like we kind of shot ourselves in the foot because we like dived in the deep end pretty quick. But then as soon as we got back to LA, she's like, oh, I have to go here for a couple of weeks, like to do shows. And it was it's really hard to see someone in that sense as well. And I'm up super early like I, I work throughout the day and then I go to bed super early and she's a DJ so she's right. up late and and playing like late so it was a very difficult to line our schedules up but I think she's gorgeous she's amazing um and I'm sure one day we'll probably figure it out and end up getting married so I mean but when you've been with girls when you've been dating girls I mean you see it all in, in different publications mm. and stuff you read about it online is there anything that you've seen out there recently that was wrong or needs to be clarified Damn. Um, now, you guys are always great to me. Uh, TMZ is <laughs> always good to me. There isn't really a lot, to be honest. Like, I do… I, I kind of don't really like to check check on shit. Because, like, I either feel bad about myself or good about myself. So, I'm like… I just rather, like, focus on doing good stuff. But I find that… Yeah, there, there's always, like, little stuff and little comments here and there. Gotcha. So, I mean, I know you, you… I heard you mention, like, if someone's good to you, they're good to you, like, regardless of what the, the world thinks. Um, yeah. yeah, some, like, drama a couple months back with your homie James Charles, which you've apologized for, so we won't get into it. <laughs> How is your relationship now with James Charles? Are you guys cool? Like, what's the status on that? Um, yeah, I got nothing but love for him. Like, that was a that was a big mistake. And, um, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, a, yeah, a huge fuck-up of mine, um, which I, I sent him a whole bunch of flowers, and I think I sent him some chocolates as well, and called him and and made amends um and then obviously did it publicly as well but um 
yeah, there's nothing but nothing but love there for him. And I think uh, I'm sure we'll be close again one day. How do you think that experience has made you a better person? Um, to be honest, I think that in life, like it's it sometimes sucks, but it's always a blessing to ha have uh, people tell you like, hey, this is not okay. Like you need to listen to yourself. And sometimes we get caught in our own bubble and we get caught – um, you know, getting a little bit carried away or a little bit excited or we'll say stuff to try and like get a knee, yeah. knee jolt reaction or to say stuff that will maybe, you know, warrant some sort of response. And I think that it's always good to to have, I got an amazing audience and everyone told me right away like, hey, this isn't okay and you need to make things right and you need to not use words like that. And you need to be fo a little bit more focused on the words that you say because they do affect more than just you. And I, I'm very grateful for the, my audience yeah. to to check me up on that. I think that's one of the things I definitely respect about you because immediately it was like backlash, but you weren't like, I'm going to explain what I'm doing. Like, it's like, yeah. I was like, okay, I see I fucked up and you kind of made that like apology. So I respect that. I don't got a question there. Yeah, just, yeah. No, I think it's I think it's terrible when, when people try and like justify it or, yeah. like, or like try and like like word vomit over it. It's just right. like, just understand like, okay, I made a mistake. Like, the, what what are the next steps from here forward? Okay, what can I do proactively to, to make sure that doesn't happen again? Right. So let's hit, I want to hit one more last question because we have a couple other things we want to do with like social content. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about some of your investing stuff? Yeah, so I'm, I'm afraid of NFTs at the minute. Same. Uh, same. I don't, no, literally. Same. I, don't, I, don't, I literally panic. Um, we don't I know panic. what's going on. Yeah, everyone's like, like, you should buy this. I was like, why? why? Is it going to turn it into a picture? Like, a like I don't flower? get it. Like, yeah. uh, but no, I like Ashton Kutcher. He's exactly the, the type of guy that I want to be. Like he did his punk show, acting, everything like that. But now he's an amazing investor. So my goal has been to invest $10 million into startups and like get involved in more and more companies that are starting. Have a dating app. Um, there's this app called Versus Game. Um, there's just a whole bunch of like little things that we've been investing in to try and like uh, get one foot in front of the other. Like my goal this year was to invest in like 10 or so startups. I think yeah. we're at like five or six. So wow. it's been really interesting. Did I hear that wrong? Did you say invest $10 million? Mm -hmm. Sheesh. Well, he made a hundred thousand yeah. dollars off a of sex tape, Jacob. Like, well, not not like not like right <laughs> away, but like in a, like in time. Like that's my end goal is to have like at least ten million dollars invested. So that's so so is that's so interesting. So Ashton Kutcher is that yeah. the guy that you're kind of chasing right now? He's the guy. Yeah, I think he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think he's crazy. so you just got to get your Mila Kunas. Oh, right? fuck. what's it like? Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, usually in front of a mirror. <laughs> is where I would see myself. Uh, uh, nah. He's he's got April Fools. Yeah. Ah, no. Um, <laughs> I think. Look, my biggest one of my craziest goals is I want to be in a Marvel movie, even if it's like a side person or someone at the back. I could totally see that. I would love to be in a yeah, Marvel right. movie and the June movie series. I think okay. like my goal would just be to be m moving in that direction, but also creating companies with purpose and things that like benefit people. Because there's a lot of like these fucking companies that. Just take the piss and people just try and like get money out of their mm -hmm. audience. I want to like make an, a product or have something with purpose. Like just continue. That's why I, I found my success is when I move with purpose. And that's kind of my goal is to create stuff with purpose. And I think five years time. I didn't expect you to be so like analytical and sentimental. Oh dude, this dude could teach a philosophy like, class right now. Like I did not I'm expect that at all. <laughs> We're like the same age and I'm feeling like you're teaching me I'm all like, about Jacob, life, you gotta be deeper. Man. You know, like, I know. Up. Yeah, I, I think because of being on the show, right? And being in quarantine when the show aired, I had nothing to do but reflect and like think about myself. Like mm -hmm. you're put on the show where you, the whole world only gets to see 10% of your personality. And that in that period, I had so much growing up to do because 
I was acting like this. I was trying to sleep with whoever. It was such an interesting time in my life that it made me look in and look in so far that I'm like, okay, like, dude, I'm doing shit that I shouldn't be doing and I need to act in a better way. And like, I have a position now where I leave an impact and people will like want to listen or people will do stuff that because of what I say. So it's like, have to be a little bit more, uh, yeah, purpose driven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe a less deep question. Um, mm -hmm. We know you're not dating Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Damn, man, I wish. Has she reached out to you directly since no, you were like, I might be dude. there? Like, <laughs> you're like sweating. Yeah, fuck, Chloe, please. No, um, yeah, she commented on that thing so quick. I was like, oh, fuck, Chloe, like, just give me another day. Like, <laughs> I mean, if she was like, I mean, I, I think I'd be fun for her. <laughs> like, I'm a oh, fun yeah. guy. Do you have a list of celebs that you like are like, these are my top girls that I need to be with at some I, point? I was actually thinking about this on the way over here. Like, there's a few that I'm like, I feel like it would just be so much fun. And Haley Steinfeld shut me down very quick. Like, oh. she shut me down so quick. I DM'd her. But shoot or shoot. I, I did. I had to. But wait, yeah. the fact that she responded means you might still got a chance. No, I, I hit, I hit oh, her. Oh, she up blocked you. And she said no. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. right. and, and I even tried. I sent photos of my dog. I was like, but what about Bruce? And she's <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. And then Anita, I messaged her as well. Love Anita, though. She's, I feel, I feel she's that. Out of control. Her, um, Madeline Klein would be oh. top of it. And Sweetie mm. would be. It's an elite Sweetie, list. I, that I, I is an elite Sweetie list. Is next level. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even be having a laugh. No, immediately, dogs. Harry, Harry, pitch yourself to Chloe right now if you're uh, watching this. I, I can't even, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I don't know what I would say to her. No, I'm just a bunch of fun. Um, I'll treat you right, and um, that's all I got. Hey, wait, I had another question. So I, I, this is a serious question. Because I feel like you're now like transitioning into this like acting shit and all that. Do you feel like now you have to like polish your look up? Super clean, no tattoos, no piercings. Like well, I have been getting rid of these. Uh, I did get rid of my piercing as well. No, I'm I don't. Look, <laughs> you, you looked at me with a straight face. I was like, no, no, no. Um, but no, I think I'll always be myself. And yeah. I think that's, I got to where I'm at by just being myself right. and just making people laugh. Um, so I think that, you know, maybe I should post like a little bit less like raunchy shit on Instagram yeah. or like, Whatnot, but apart from that, like I'm still always gonna be myself and and be super transparent. So you're getting that tattoo removed. What other tattoos do you have? Uh, I got that with my ex. That's getting removed. That one with another girl, which is fully removed. Another one with a bunch of girls on this side. Oh, um, that's why you wear to watch the. Yeah, I got I got Todd in in my lip. And Jacob's Wait, what? Next, can we right? see that? Yeah. Show the camera. That's your camera yeah, right yeah. there. Can you see it? Oh, that's kind of sick though. I like that. No, you don't. No, I'm you just. Don't. A, I would never get. I'm I just scared of needles, like but I like that. Though. I was. I was really drunk, and the guy was just like, "Oh, it's gonna fade in three months." So I was like, "Okay, sweet." Like Todd was my best friend from high school, and um, it, it's it's. I was been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then on my bum, I have um, it says it's in Arabic, and it says "Elephants never forget." Not was also really drunk. Todd, oh, I have the same okay. tattoo. Design Show the that. camera. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th those are my worst ones. And I have another one on my ankle, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Harry Jowsey, everybody! Woo! Woo! So Clap fun. people in the room! That was so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching the TMZ Verified podcast. Make sure to keep it with us next week. We have so much more to talk about. And in the meantime, subscribe for future episodes. See you guys soon. <laughs>